Numb Bills fan podcast. It's your dog, Dave. <laughs> Find me on Twitter, Numb Bills fan on Twitter. Hey, and it's me, as always, Adam Deacon. Find me on Twitter at Numb Bills Adam D. He also has an Amazon wish list if you want to check him out. Um, his cam career is kind of over, but he still has the wish list. Yeah, all right. Knock it off. All right. Regardless, welcome. It's August 4th, and got to say, a few days into camp, a bunch more days into camp since we last podcasted. Oh, you know, a few days ago on Sunday. Check it out on numbillsfan.com, and you'll find everything you need there of our podcast. And that's all you'll need. So much great off-season off content, not even worried about it. I'm sure you'll check it out. Please, check it out. You want to know what's going on with Rob Ryan's defense? Numbillsfan.com. Check out a podcast with a guy who plays guitar in a very heavy band that tours everywhere around the world. So, check it out. It's with Matt Brunson. He plays guitar on Crowbar. Does a wonderful job talking about deep Saints football. Should probably call him back about Reggie Bush eventually. But, yeah, line that up. Yeah, but he gives us insight about Rob Ryan and what really went down in New Orleans. You know, was it combination of personnel, coaching, whatever, and what can we expect? So other podcasts alike that will still get you through this off season, even though training camp is here. There's still a lot of philosophical things that could come to fruition that we've all beaten around. Other than that. Just got done with the Facebook live session with Bills Fanatics presented by. So. Oh, uh, yeah. How'd you, have a, how'd you feel about it? We had a lot of good talk. A um, couple technical difficulties, but, uh, you know, we're still in the early stages here. We're learning. Yeah, we're learning. We had a little. Uh... But, no, it was still, it was still good, good talk. So uh, definitely head over to their Facebook page. That's Bills Fanatics BF. Dot com. Um, same formula for Twitter. Same formula for Instagram. Yeah. So they're easy to find. Yeah, Bills Fanatics BF. So whatever you think. And they're doing they're doing live Facebook shows every night of the week now. We're, we're the Wednesday night slot. Wednesday night, seven p.m. every week. Also, you can go back and see our video from last week and from earlier. And it's pretty sweet. So check it out. We had very good content. Our favorite part is people get to interact with us and ask us questions. What do we think about certain things? Why do you ask us? I don't know. But just kidding. We, we really enjoy interacting because, again, send the trolls. Let's go. I'm waiting for somebody to just verbally abuse right now. So You're glutton for punishment. Send me Dave, some fire really so I just cry myself to sleep every night for the rest of my life. Regardless, I'm pretty psyched on this Bills season. Enough of us. The Bills officially signed Reggie Bush. It's 
we talked about it Sunday for a little bit. And, you know, let's start with you. When you found out the news that they were bringing in Reggie Bush, and then when you found out the news that they actually signed him, did you have any different thoughts? No, my my reaction to both of those things was, how come? Why would they do that? But that's that's again. I feel like I feel like a broken record being like, oh, you should get younger at the running back position. Forget these veteran signings. I feel like a broken record saying it. And okay, so he comes out, he makes a nice big play at practice. Everyone's mad hype now. I don't know. I could take it or leave it. Well, there's a big group of people who think that Reggie Bush is just a camp camp body thing. And he might not even make the roster. It's kind of an, uh, of an if. Oh, I'm sure I, he makes the roster. That's what I was just going to say is... I don't see him not making the roster at this point. With all, with all the noise surrounding the whole situation... They're gonna carry that into the regular season, at least till Carlos Williams suspension is up. If if he even makes the roster. You know, there's reports out today, you know, that he's he's still struggling with his weight and whatever, whatever. Really? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I'm not gonna say where I saw that because it's a it's a group of guys who I don't like giving publicity to, but I saw that on the internet today. Well, th- here, here's my thoughts with, with Reggie Bush. Very disappointing news in Carlos. And, you know, we heard her, we heard from our, our, our guy, Ron Rico, hearing some things. Ron Rico from Bill's what's going, Fanatics. What's going on, Rico? You know, he hit us up. He's like, man, I'm kind of hearing some things that uh, essentially the Bills are getting tired of this guy's shit. With Carlos Williams. So, break it down this way. When you hear about Reggie Bush, we're kind of like, I was like, huh? Huh. And then I started thinking how they could use him. Well, he is elusive. He is a very good pass catcher. You know what? I I almost wonder if Carlos Williams is just hanging around until they tell him not to. I wonder if he knows. You know, I wonder if he's just lost interest, you know? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm going through that right now myself. I got this job. They know I'm leaving. I know I'm done. I'm just kind of hanging out until it's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. But, I mean, Carlos is still... Carlos Williams, and if he decides to get a, get his shit straight, he, he's a very good back. I mean, you can't you can't you can't deny the production he had last year, but unreal production. You know, it's just disappointing that it's just negative report after negative report. I want to hear. I want to hear he's doing good. I want to hear he's at practice. You know, getting those reps, giving Reggie Bush a run for his money. Here's the thing. 
he's suspended for four games. It's so disappointing, and it really shoots a wrinkle in it, into it. And here's another wrinkle that we've learned is when I first heard of it, uh, which I'll get to that wrinkle in one sec. So when I first heard of Reggie Bush, I thought it, it eventually grew on me. And then, you know, we talked about it last podcast, our, our thought with him, and even the podcast before a little bit, we talked about the, the prospect. But it just, now it's our third podcast kind of talking about him, but now that it's actually happened, yeah, he's I was like, okay. So then my thing of events was our group, we get hit with Reggie Bush muffs his punt. And it's like, I don't know if it was the first punt. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. With this signing, you know, he was brought in to be their primary punt return guy. Which the Bills confirmed themselves. Right. So, like, let's throw that little factoid into the mix before we start getting into this muff punt in practice. Okay, well, now it's time. (laughs) You had one job. If we're gonna if we're gonna have muff punts, man, I would kept Leotis McKelvin right here, man. Love Leotis. True. At the same time, mainly for his interviews, not for his on-field prowess. Although he made some plays. I, I you know, if Leotis McKelvin wasn't a first-round pick, people wouldn't be hating on him. No, no, no. You know, I, I like, I, I felt. You have a first-round pick that stuck around the organization and produced when he was on the field, and he wasn't bad. I think that's useful. That's not awful. So, you want me to get there was, in? There was a long time where where we didn't have better options. So, the Otis, we know you're listening. Miss you, dog. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, I heard you're turning up in Philly, fam. Keep it miss, up. Miss the interviews. Tell Jimmy we said holler. So, okay. Okay, so he so muffs was, the pump. Now what? But then he also breaks off a huge run. But do we need him to be breaking off huge runs? I think we'd be better off seeing him in a special teams role, maybe hitting some plays in the short passing game. Where does he fit into the number one rushing rushing attack in the league? The way he fits in is people who I trust have been adding this up. And uh, one of the guys, we always shout him out. We know he's listening. John Murphy, the ultimate, okay, the ultimate human being. If you don't listen to John Murphy. The voice of voices. Yeah, if you don't listen to the John Murphy show, you must have hit your head. So find it. Google it, search, do whatever. Regardless, you know, listen to guys like him. And it's other the people. only podcast I like more than ours. Right? Live, 12, 8, 12 to 3 during the week now, WGR 550. Yo, that new time slot is clutch. It really is. It's great. So follow me with this. We had a hunch about special teams when we first heard about this. The Bills have been in talks with Reggie Bush since the spring. So that tells me one of two things. They really wanted this guy to bring in. 
with this skill set, a veteran. He's been in the league now 11 years. Yes, it sounds very scary. But you got to keep in mind, he was part of a three-headed monster in New Orleans. When he left New Orleans, when he was traded to the Miami Dolphins, which he says was by request because he wanted to prove himself as the number one back, they brought in Darren Sproles to do the same thing. So what I'm saying is, you flip him here, Reggie Bush is fine not being the number one back. Rex Ryan called it out. We have our bell cow. We have LaShawn McCoy. And by all accounts, we talked about McCoy last week, last podcast on Sunday. Right. You, Kid says he's in the best shape in five years. You don't want anything coming between him and his carries. He's the guy who's going to get that work done. But also, you know, let's... Uh, also, Reggie Bush, if you want to keep that style of offense going, you know... I was skeptical about it, and then I heard the kid talk. And then he busts out. You see this huge play all over Bill's fanatics on and on Twitter. And you just see Richie Incognito laying out Reggie Raglan. And here comes Reggie Bush scoring a touchdown between the tackles. Makes a shake, dusts the safeties, fucking gone. Touchdown, training camp. And it's like, okay. So, how did I feel? What happened today? I think it was about 9 o'clock. Was it like 10 o'clock this morning? I recall giving you a phone call. Yeah. How did that go? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I was still in bed. Were you naked? Yes. You said you weren't. I don't always tell the truth. Were you aroused? Probably till I heard your voice. Well, I would. I'm usually aroused. All right. I'm not gonna judge, but I hope it's not from my voice. No, it's definitely not. I I mean it's definitely not. I was pretty freaking riled up today. I was so I heard Reggie Bush speak, and I I thought about it, and I fucking I I just like watched the video. And when I heard about the punt thing, that was like the first thing we heard about. When I heard about the punt, I was like, damn it! But then I heard the I heard him talk. And he knocked it. I thought he knocked it out of the park. He knocked it out of the park. I am sold on Reggie Bush. I'm so sold on him. Think about this. He gets hurt, right? He had eight carries last season. Do you know how he got hurt? Kid ran out of bounds in St. Louis. And there's a cement ring that goes around the stadium. He slipped. And, and towards MCL. Now, one thing that sucked me into Reggie Bush is he was very candid. He understands that he is 31 years old. He said a couple things that stood out to me personally because in these interviews with players, it's kind of like, all right, great, what's the shit you're going to talk about now? 
Are you going to be real? Or are you going to be stock? You know? And Reggie said, he goes, I'll be honest with you. The one time I thought about my career ending was when I hit, when I instantly hit the cement and I thought my, I thought I tore my ACL. And he goes, I thought this could be it as I'm laying on the concrete. Fast forward, he gets the MRI. They tell him, actually, it's your MCL. Long story short, they repaired it. So they didn't have to add anything or take away anything. So it's just, they sewed it back. Like, it's, he says he's been at, Reggie Bush said he's been at full strength for months. So what he did, the Bills called him up in the spring. He weighed out his options. Now, the Bills, Brass, we had no idea about this in the spring. So when you add that together with it coming out, okay, they want to play special teams. Okay, he's very good at catching passes out of the backfield or as a receiver, I mean, you play with Drew Brees. He's very much a part of that. Yeah. And if you check out his statistics, he has a hell of a lot of receptions. Like, a bunch. And even as recently as 2013. You know, because in 2014, he only played that's 11 not, games. That's not that recent in football years, though, really. That's three years. I mean... But okay, so... Uh, okay, put it this way. He played 11 games in 2014. He had 40 receptions. That's a lot. You know what I mean? That's a lot. But he didn't have that many rushing yards. He had 77 rushes, 3.9 yard average on 297. Well, right. At this point in his career, he's never going to see a real workload again. Right. Like he used to. Which is great because he's willing to accept that role. And that's what else he talked about in his interview and, and, and to the media. He's willing to do whatever. He's like, I actually like, I, I, I wanted he's to. He's willing to say he'll do whatever. We'll see, we'll see how this plays out. We'll see, we'll see what actually happens, you know. I'm skeptical. I am. Really? Yeah. Like, what are you worried about? I, you know, just. What I like is his I creativity. Think we got, I think we got younger guys on the team that could be doing the same things, though. Okay, here's what Jim Manos said. Okay, Jim Manos. Pretty much, Jim is up in the pro personnel department, right? And he is the, the, the director of player personnel, excuse me, for the Buffalo Bills. So he's up there. And he was working with, he was in New Orleans as well, while Reggie Bush was there for years. He comes in, he says, look, these guys are, he goes, I, I know how hard of a worker he is. And pretty much has an inside scoop with him. He said when he was at practice yesterday, it was like the same old Reggie Bush that he remembers. You know, immediate burst. Immediate. And he goes, even if he does lose a step, which, by the way, Reggie Bush said in, when he was talking, if I lost a step or something, yeah, I'd think about hanging up, but I feel great. I feel, and, and he's like, don't get me wrong, the competitor in, in me wants to keep going, but I feel great. You know, I, I'll say I'll go forever, but I'm just taking this one year at a time. 
and he keeps saying he feels great. You have the director of player personnel, you know, going crazy pretty much. As in, like, looks the same to me. But one thing Jim Manos mentioned is he's really next to Shady, the only one with that skill set in the running back group. And what's nice is if Shady does bust out, if Shady does do his thing after a long run, say he gets winded, say he's just turning up. Or he goes out, unfortunately. You have a guy where you don't have that much of a change of pace with the offense, if you want. Or, frankly, you have another utility. You know Rex Ryan likes these guys that are very versatile. He always has. Look at his defenses. You know he's thinking that with offense. You think Reggie Bush, he checks out, he checked out with all the medical, all the stuff. He sent the Bills a, a tape, which a lot of players do. But I... Again, I can't believe I'm this excited for him because I wasn't, even when we talked about last podcast, I was like, yeah, I mean, that'll be cool. Hey, you see that shirt he was wearing? Oh, what jersey number? 22. No, not Fred Jackson's number. Yeah, people are pissed. What do you do? You fuck off. You get over it, man. It's done. Okay. Freddie had eight years. 90-man rosters. They don't have three-digit numbers yet. No, nope, On jerseys, right? I don't think they ever will. Certain numbers are out. We know them. One that's an anomaly to me of a number that's out, because Reggie Bush really didn't have a choice unless he went to go into the 40s. Reggie Bush no, is No, he could have taken 29. Nah, and it's Darby. Darby's 28. Nah, somebody's 29. No, nobody is currently 29 on the Come on. No, it's Carlos Williams. Carlos Williams switched to 40. Did he? Yep. No, we didn't. Yeah, last season, dog. Where you been? Um, I guess I'm missing. It's like the only, I, it it's the only available circulated number that's still still available right now. Is the only remaining number. Why don't they give away 32, OJ Simpson's number? I don't know. Maybe it's like, maybe really, it's like there's a stigma at this point. Okay, if you want to get over the stigma over a double homicide, it's a fucking number. But... I almost feel like it's been issued. Didn't somebody wear that recently for like a day? Yeah, no, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I cannot like I cannot put this together in my head at all. But I feel like it was issued somewhere along the Don't get me wrong, I would like to see Reggie Bush wear thirty two instead of twenty two, but at the same time I don't give a shit what number it's football and it doesn't matter and it doesn't mean that if Reggie Bush is wearing that number that's disrespectful, it's just Delusional fans need to get out of their delusional minds that it's time to move on. Now, don't get me wrong. If he signs here, sign me up. I Yo, will gladly. Fred Jackson wasn't no Thurman Thomas. Like he wasn't given the opportunity to be Thurman Thomas. He was never good enough to anybody. No, and he didn't have the supporting cast, and you know, whatever, whatever. Like he was a great dude, and. Played hard as hell. Still is a great person. Tough player. 
but this team saw very little success during the time he was here. You know, I was thinking about this today, actually. And you talk about that is the guy for 16 years that that probably stands out to us that we just fell in love with. And it's his backstory. It's everything about him. And he's so tough, and his vision is just uncanny. It's just so sick because he looks like he's just practically walking through the hall. And, you know, you feel like in your heart that the guy has more left in the tank. You felt like he could play forever. But the fact of the matter is, is these guys watch these football players daily, daily and daily. And I feel with alternate media sources like ESPN looking for the hot story, looking to stir some shit up. With people like ESPN looking for the negative, looking for the debate. We are a culture. I grew up working or, or watching Sports Center in the morning and at night, you know? And I would get ready for school and they repeat it at, I believe, five. It was definitely at least six and seven. I mean, they just press repeat, replay till, till 11. And, I mean, I'm a product of ESPN. I grew up watching it. But sometimes I think it really takes us to a point as Bills fans, especially that we don't need to go down these roads and flip out. This drought sucks. It really sucks. But does that mean we just ignore the good players? Like, you, like people think it's a joke if he was to be in the Ring of Honor. And, you know, those are 16 years and we shouldn't talk about that. But 16 years, no playoffs till now. And, and for him, it's 15 years, you know, when he was on the team still. And there's no doubt in my mind that Fred Jackson should be the guy should be in that ring of honor one time and it's a big debate or not a big debate but like if you go against that grain as a bills fan right now you are getting tortured you're getting tortured bring it no i mean he he can go up there but he's i think one of the brightest spots of the bills during those but years no, if we're gonna if we're gonna not circulate jersey numbers Travis Henry's got like eleven kids. That's some stats, dog. Remember when he said he wanted to come back and play when he got out of jail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to play, pay the bills. Look, we love Fred. Love Fred. How do you not love Fred? But Yo, it's Reggie's the- jersey now, though. Get on. <laughs> You're looking at me so serious. Yeah, yo. Yo, I told you it's Reggie's jersey now. The fuck out of here. Reggie's shit. Look, <laughs> I love Reggie Bush. I love what he's done with this career when he was with the Saints. You know what I mean? I mean, who thought that his leftovers would be like to Kanye with kids, you know? <laughs> yo. They should give him a ring for that. Reggie, we know you're listening, man. Good work, dude. Yeah, Good dude. work. Nice job. Only thing I want to know is, was it worth the hype? Probably. 
We're going to break the internet. <laughs> Take off your pants. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm excited. 22, get over it. Reggie Bush, look for him to catch a lot of passes. Look for him to be a versatile piece. Look for him to do the cool shit. You know, I, even when Carlos Williams is in the fold, I would expect Carlos Williams to get a bulk of the carries next up. You know what I'm saying? And there's talks of packages which we don't we don't know as in next up as in behind McCoy. We don't know if those two are gonna be on the same on the field at the same time. So the Bills are at least throwing it out there that they are. But how many times do we hear talks about that? That always seems to be the question. Is CJ Spiller and Fred Jackson gonna be on the field at the same time? And Marshawn Lynch when they drafted Spiller. It's like no, Marshawn Lynch is getting traded, and we're going to play this first-round draft pick who can't find a hole. <laughs> so, that's not happening. That said, look at Darren Sproles. That's what we're going to try to get here with Greg Roman's office, offense. That's all I got with Reggie Bush in 22. All right, well... Let's let's jump up one jersey number then. 23. The Bills are hyping the shit out of Aaron Williams. I hope it's not a death sentence for Aaron, Aaron Williams. And what I mean by that is, man, I love the hype. Don't get me wrong. Aaron Williams is a phenomenal story. He's a good kid. My girlfriend has a crush on him. So he's got to be a good kid. Oh, you better watch out. Better I don't watch care. Out he's Just, better looking than you. He do, is. Whatever. It Just, is what it is. Come home with some money or something. I don't know. Whatever. We can negotiate. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Indecent proposal. Like wow. I don't want... Dirty Dave. I don't want Aaron Williams to... to bang your girlfriend? I think you just signed up for that. Don't bang my girlfriend, man. Please. I don't want Aaron Williams to be so overhyped that people put him, as we do, under a microscope. Again, as a Bills fan, we tend to overanalyze things, and we got to stop doing that shit. Because if we would have made the playoffs, this wouldn't be a conversation. Even if we only made it one time in the last 15 years, 16 years, it would not matter. You know, but everything's under a microscope. Everything gets blamed on Rex. I feel Everything like he's gets- under a microscope anyhow, though coming off of a severe injury like that. So like is the I I'm trying to I'm trying to just figure out whether this hype is to try to draw attention away from that or or what they're doing with it, you know what I mean? Well, you got two things going on. You got Rex Ryan saying how athletic he is and you know, he's a thumper and this and that. And then you have a guy coaching him, and Ed Reed, who is a ball hawk, and phenomenal, best you're going to have, safety, ever. I mean, at least, I mean, you got other guys like Woodson, but, I mean, you're, you're following me, right? Oh, so, yeah, no, I mean, but he's, we, every, he, he's everything you would want at that position. He's complete. But the Bills seem to be hyping his kid up like like as if he was Ed Reed. 
Like, he was, like, some integral part of our defense. And, yes, I think he was on his way, and I think his transition from cornerback to safety was very nice. But I am – if, like, Ed Reed is a 10 on the scale of 1 to 10 and 10 being awesome, I would probably put Aaron Williams at, like, a 7. That's fair, 6.5, 7, yeah. I don't put him over 6. and I don't think he's in the 6. But I, I was like, oh, man – I mean, we definitely missed him. That's the hard part. Is I I feel like the team was not as good with him out. And I just don't want, for his sake, for them to be overhyping him, and have something happen where he drops the ball. No pun intended, but he he just doesn't. Something doesn't come to fruition for him. And I don't want him to be bummed out. Other people, you know. Aaron Williams is a bum, this and that. The kid works hard, and he's working with Ed Reed, and I feel like him moving to safety really saved him. He, he didn't want I to. Mean, his overall in Madden's a 79, so. Here we go, back to Madden. He's can you believe? Good. Can you believe Madden this year with McCoy and Bush on the field? And Tyrod, I wonder what Tyrod's rating is going to be this he year. He was an eight. He got up to an eighty-five. He's like an eighty-five right now. It's pretty damn good. <sighs> Powerful Tyrod. Do you think the Bills are safe at the safety position? Like, what do you think's got to happen here? Because they brought in Robert Blanton, free agent from Minnesota, and right off the bat, very vocal, very involved, very let's go, and. I think he's going to rotate right into that lineup and, you know, we're going to see a lot of these multiple looks and personnel changes. And he's going to, I think he's going to have his playing time. I don't think he's going to start. I think Corey Graham and Aaron Williams are going to be our starters. I think I've already said that a couple of times. Um, And I would, I would pretty much cement that unless. The unforeseeable happens. Injuries, whatever. I think Corey Graham's still hanging on. We've talked yeah. about this earlier. No, I, I think I think if you take the safety position out of the equation and just talk straight defensive backs, I think Corey Graham is a better defensive back than Robert Bland. I think he's more versatile and... You know. Blanton does have some coverage ability. Oh, no. He's not a sitting duck out there by any means. I don't think he's going to come in and be a liability at all, but I don't I don't see him being an every-down type guy at all. I think it's kind of early for him because he... He's probably going to take Duke Williams' job. We're going to see him. We're gonna. See, he's probably gonna have some plays, but I don't think he's a starter. He hit. He led the Vikings in two thousand and fourteen with a hundred and six tackles, while forcing one fumble and intercepting a pass, and three pass deflections. So, in 2015, 
he had to compete to get a job. And this year he signed with the Bills. He's very cheap. Eight hundred forty thousand with eighty thousand guaranteed. I don't think he would have brought been brought in here early, especially. You want to talk dust settle free agent? I don't think he would have been brought in here if they weren't concerned with it. Because I think two things will go very bad. I'm not Aaron Williams, but from the doctor's accounts, allegedly, from the doctor's accounts, Aaron Williams is scheduled to be fine. It's psychological with Aaron Williams. And you can't fucking blame him, man. No. Talking about being close to, could have been paralyzed, appreciates life a lot more right now. He's pumped. I just don't want him to get too high and have him, you know, get too low, unfortunately. You know, because he's going to be very disappointed himself. And um, if it doesn't pan out. And he's a good kid. He really works hard. And I feel like Ed Reed is going to make him a lot better. Now, the the thing with Aaron Williams is I think Ed Reed is going to make him more of a cerebral player. I mean, that goes without saying. But I don't expect Aaron Williams to be the thumper, as Rex Ryan says he is. I don't expect that. But that said, you know it's still nah, there. Kinda, he might have to lay out a couple people to show that, yeah, watch the fuck out. I kind of I kind of see Corey Graham being the thumper type guy. I mean, he led the team in tackles last year. Yeah, but Aaron Williams, even at cornerback, he was always a very up-in-your-shit oh, yeah. kid out of Texas. A&M, so, um, or no, not a I'm sorry, just Texas. So, um, it... It's like Corey Grant. We told we have said it before. Just what we've added up. Tim McDonald, defensive backs coach, says on on Corey Graham in in an interview in the past with John Murphy that uh, maybe Corey Graham saw too much playing safety because the whole play is right in front of you. You know what I mean. And and the whole play is right in front of you, and you could see too much, which makes you susceptible to being duped. Right, right. Watch your assignment, I guess, is the moral of the story there. I think you got to trust what you see, in a way. You know, I mean, what, what the fuck do I know? I, I don't know. You know, but it, it's like, I think I think you have to look at Corey Graham and his track record as in three things. Beginning of the career, special teamer on the Bears. Ended up going to the Ravens as a free agent to have an opportunity to play cornerback. Next thing you know, he's picking off Peyton Manning in the wild card playoff game twice. Next thing you know, Ravens are winning the Super Bowl. I mean, who knows? If he didn't pick off Peyton Manning, who who would have known? And that the Ravens were a wild card team that year, and they won the Super Bowl. And that was the year that Peyton Manning, first year on the Broncos, threw all them touchdowns. Crazy amount. So he's adjusted. He knows the work it takes to adjust. And I think he needs, I like that they're starting him and Aaron Williams right off the jump. Let's get out of our way. Let's see how they're doing. And Robert Bland is not rolling with the first team. So that's okay to me. I like that. That said, it makes you wonder what sub packages. If they're going to get crazy and throw in three safeties, per se, you know, so. Yeah, you'll see that. I'm sure you'll see that. Um, 
That's what I got for the safeties. Uh, Meeks had a pick, had an interception during camp. Duke Williams, they actually talked about Duke Williams a little bit. I don't know what's going on. They seem like they really like Duke Williams. Every coaching staff really likes Duke Williams. I don't get it. I don't know. Okay, just a couple other things real quick. Eric Stryker, the legend with his his wing comment. Oh, yeah. He was playing inside, now he's playing outside linebacker. He was, in, he was playing inside earlier in minicamp and OTAs. He moved in the outside, six foot, if that, 220 pounds. Small for a linebacker. Very small. And... He's very motivated, very vocal. He had the whole wing debacle, which was awesome. He addressed the media about the chicken wings. I should say the buffalo wings, but you just kind of call them wings, I guess. I don't really specify I want buffalo wings. But it's kind of neat. He's pretty pretty funny, pretty good with the media, pretty candid. He said he feels right at home, right up on the line rushing the passer, you know. But they've been putting him into coverage. And... uh Chris Brown, Buffalo Bills beat reporter guy, works for buffalobills.com, does some nice stuff. Brownie, what Brownie, up? what's up? No, you're listening. Probably not. I don't blame you. But he brought up that uh, Danny Crossman has his eye on, on Eric Stryker as a special teamer. He's really fast, extremely fast. He can move. And I think that's how Eric Stryker makes his team. Yeah, no, uh... There's a real nice video of him uh, just kind of embarrassing Chris Gregg in one-on-one Really? Oh, yeah, dude. He's so fast. What did he do? Describe it to me. No, just a a real quick, like, like step-step and and around him. Just just moved right around the side of him in a one-on-one drill. Makes you wonder what he could do. Really, it really makes you wonder. And but the thing is, I mean, and again, that's Chris Gregg. It's he's got to be able to make. Still. He's got to be able to make plays on special teams and and pick one trick that he's good at. Now, what they've been doing is some wild shit. We talked last podcast how they put Ik Anampali in the coverage. Then word on the street comes a few days later he looks horrible on coverage. Well, no shit. The kid's been been asked to fix computers his whole life, and now he's trying to swing a hammer. It ain't gonna happen. I can do both. Can you? Oh, yeah. And you can paint. I'm the total package. And make donuts. Total package. And you look good. Ladies, call me. Please don't. Because then I lose him. And then... He doesn't like me anymore. Who said I have I've ever liked? What have I ever done to indicate that I like you? You're still here gazing at me with your beautiful charm. Yeah, I have nowhere else to go. And your tattoo coming out of your collar of your undershirt, and then your collars pop. I have nowhere else to go. My bus doesn't come for another forty five minutes. Oh my god. No, I drove here in my two thousand one Mercury Grand Marquis. Pretty high. It's got a nice system in there. It's Pioneer speakers. Custom fit. Sounds good. Custom from Pioneer for the car. It's pretty solid. I ain't gonna lie. It's got a good mix. Anyways, give IK... It's the only thing on the car that works. Give IK and Empire a chance. 
to to adjust. I mean, it's early in camp. Can't be too hard on these guys. Oh, he sucks in coverage. Well, guess what? Thanks to the CBA, these guys can't work on technique. They don't know what the hell they're going to be asked necessarily. You well, know? Hopefully, so, hopefully week five or six, Shaq Lawson comes back and we forget about I can't. I think Shaq Lawson is going to be so far behind. I don't even... I don't know. That's man. just like foul money to me, man. I think it's foul they, money. Uh, they think he's going to be a transition right into the lineup. So we'll They're see. probably going to take his his strongest point and just have him utilize it. But that, Sometimes that's the best thing to do. You know who that actually segues nicely into is Reggie Ragland. Again, Reggie Ragland is just tearing shit up right now. Yep. And by the way, they have been setting striker in the coverage. So. He's been taking to that, and he took first-team reps today, Eric Stryker. Good so, for him, Or man. yesterday, I should say. Sorry. Good for him. Another good story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Reggie Raglan. Seamless transition is what the coaching staff is saying. Like, seamless. Like, not dropping a beat like he's meant to be there. Preston Brown is hyping, talking about him. I shouldn't even say hyping, but he was asked about him, and... Preston Brown really likes him. Really likes him. Says he, he's a learner, very active, and he thinks he's a three-down linebacker. So, Sick. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I mean, aside from the usual, follow us on Twitter at NumBillsFan. I'm NumBillsFan, Adam D. Dave's NumBillsFan. No, I'm NumBill. Did I say it right that time? Numb Bills Adam D. Dave's Numb Bills fan. You can follow us there. You can hit us up on numbillsfan.com. We're doing every Wednesday at 7 p.m. with Bills Fanatics on their Facebook page. We got a link to that up on our up on our website. Get into it. Subscribe on iTunes to this podcast that you're listening to at the current time. If you're still listening, give our give our video a click on on Bills Fanatics. I mean, it's yeah. a little it's a little technical difficulty. Yeah, we had. But some, we tried our best, and we had choppiness, a bad line some, or some audio issues, but very good content, very good interaction with some people. Yeah, we had a great time, and we look forward to doing this from here on out. So definitely get into that, and we'll be back uh, real, 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 real soon. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog, tell your kids. Don't tell your kids. I don't want kids listening. Yeah, they probably shouldn't listen They, to they shouldn't, no. Unless you want to hear bongs. If you want to tell your kids how a bong works, don't put this on. Yeah, yeah no. We're degenerates. Numbillsfan.com. But we own it. Check it out. Tell your friends. I'm Numbillsfan on Twitter. I'm Dave, along with Adam Deacon. Numbills, Adam D. Find us. Yep. That's Peace. where we're at. Stay numb.